Welcome to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell. Talking business ownership, the nuts and bolts and everything in between. G'day, Was here, Tradies Business Show. You're listening to it. This happens to be episode 199 of the show. Almost a 200. I'm planning something special for the 200th episode, which is why I've been a little sporadic lately. I've been a little distracted by a few things. And yes, I get distracted by butterflies. There goes one there. It's all right, I'm back. Uh, Yeah, I do get distracted by things. Do you? How do you deal with that? Well, what I do is uh, I go drink some more coffee and then I double down. (laughs) And I, uh, I try and play catch up. But... I've actually had a really good insight recently uh, on, I guess, working on my own. And although I have support people that um, they're not in my office, but I have some support people that I work with and outsourcers, uh, I actually allowed myself to have bursts of productivity and then bursts of just fluffing around. And my productivity went up in my productive bursts and I stopped stressing and feeling so anxious and beating myself up in my fluffing around periods. So um, it's been really cool. And that came out of last episode's chat with Rob Gerrish, uh, formerly a Flying Solo. Well, he's still a Flying Solo. Uh, He runs a Flying Solo podcast. If you haven't listened to episode 198, go have a listen to it. Really good stuff in there if you're a solo business operator or even working with a small team. Um, Some really cool stuff on working on your own and and word-of-mouth marketing. But uh, what I wanted to talk about today was, apart from the fact that this is a mini-episode with just me, there's something different from 199, just was in your ear holes talking about a bit of stuff. And uh, episode 200, I'm planning something special. So just putting that together, uh, hoping to release that one in a week. And I really want to get on this weekly release uh, schedule so um, you're not going, oh, what happened to Was and the Tradies Business Show? It used to be really good and now it's all over the shop. And that's one of the challenges with all of us in business, I think, um, and as tradies especially, that uh, we get distracted by things and we're not as consistent as we need to be. Uh, but something I, uh, I wanted to raise in today's mini episode <clears throat> was really focused around going for the big deals and I've been a bit guilty of that over the years, going for the big clients or the the big networking opportunities or the big alliances where I can get myself in front of hundreds of tradies instead of sometimes focusing on the smaller things, which are easier to manage and probably easier to find. And I used this analogy, which I love to do, but I used this analogy with one of my tradie wingman clients the other day where we were talking about going after some big deals and big business opportunities. And uh, I likened it to fishing. I used to love a bit of fishing. I have a lot of fishing gear. It's currently collecting dust in the shed. So it doesn't catch too many fish in there. But when I did do a bit of fishing, I likened this whole approach to some of our businesses uh, to the analogy of fishing for marlin versus fishing for mullet. And I want to challenge you on this a little bit and get you thinking about this today and maybe for the next week or so, of are you chasing marlin or are you chasing mullet? And 
I'll explain what I'm banging on about here. So I see a lot of people in business, myself included, that get very excited about the prospect of hooking a marlin. Now, catching a marlin is great because they're big fish and if you lived in a little village, stay with me here, <laughs> and you caught a big marlin, you could feed a bunch of people for a while. Oh, there's a there's a lot of fish when you catch a marlin. And even better than that, it's exciting and it's flashy and there's the thrill of the chase and there's the big battle to get it in the boat, makes for good social media photos and it's very satisfying for our egos, at least. Compare that to fishing for mullet. And if you don't know how this is done, generally fishing for mullet happens only during the season. I guess there's a season for most fish, but mullet season tends to be around winter, um, certainly up here in Queensland where I'm based. And uh, what happens is a bunch of guys drive some uh, clapped-out old four-wheel drive utes down onto the local beach, and they get the nets out, and they run the net out past the back of the breakers, and they drag the net in, and uh, there's a whole bunch of mullet in it. They load it in the trailer or the back of the ute, drive it off to market, and you're done. So it's not very exciting. It's not very flashy. There's no real hit for the ego unless you like catching slippery school mullet that, you know, they taste okay. Most people don't like them. And if you look at the price of mullet in your local uh, fishmonger, compared to the price of some of your big game fish, if you can even buy it, because most of them are tag and release these days. But uh, even tuna, you know, you think about catching a tuna on a long line. Um, I caught one off uh, off beautiful Malula Bar in, in Queensland a bunch of years ago, and uh, I think it was an hour or more to, uh, to actually get the thing in the boat. So, uh, you know, the price per kilo can be two, three, four, even five times what you would pay for mullet. And yet, if you looked at which one's going to feed your family, they'll both do it. And mullet are much more abundant. Uh, they're easier to catch. And when you compare the cost and the time and everything it takes to catch a marlin, it's huge. You've got a big boat. You've got to go right out into the ocean and you need crew with you and expensive gear and you've got to drive around for ages trying to find them and then it takes you hours to land the thing and then you've got to take it all the way back to shore and at the end of the day it doesn't actually feed that many people for very long whereas mullet all you need is an old uh, 40 series land cruiser with full of rust and a net and a couple of mates and you can get yourself a good feed fill the freezer and probably feed yourself for about six months Right. So do you get the analogy here? I, I hope you do, because I uh, I don't want to labour the point too much. But in your business, if you're going for the big deals, the big customers, you know, chasing the big builders to get lots of homes through your trade business for plumbing or electrical or whatever it is you do, or the big alliances or the big networking events, the big marketing strategies, you know, spending lots of money on one big strategy you're hanging a whole lot on getting that one big fish. And if it doesn't work, if you motor all the way out into the ocean and you spend all day driving around burning diesel looking for a marlin and you don't find one, guess what? You go home hungry. But the chances of missing out when you go catching mullet are pretty low. 
because uh, they're just off the beach when they're in season. And if you know what you're doing, you can bag a whole lot of those things. Now, they're not exciting and they don't taste as as uh, spectacular as uh, some of your offshore fish, but you know what? They'll feed your family and they'll do it for a long time and then you can go and do it again next year and the year after that. So sometimes we get a bit caught up in the excitement and the ego and the flash and you know the thrill of the chase and everything in business and that's fine it's great to be excited about stuff particularly in sales and you need a bit of fire in the belly to keep going in business these days especially in the trades there's a lot of competition and some fairly price focused customers maybe or maybe you're just sucked in by the big flashy marlin fishing excursion because you can put a cool photo on social media when really you could just chase some boring old mullet off the beach Feed yourself for ages, you know, maybe they're the smaller customers, the little builders that do a couple homes a year, perhaps they're easier to look after, you know, less headaches, it's not going to hurt you as much if they fall over. So just think about that in your business, are you uh, a bit distracted by the big deals, by the exciting stuff? Maybe there's some boring stuff just under your nose, you know, just on the beach at home there, you could just roll out in your old 40 series and, uh, you know, drag a net around. Pick up some smaller customers and you can just keep doing that over and over and over. And you can build systems around it and you can delegate that stuff to team because it's pretty simple. Kind of like maintenance work. You know, it's pretty boring. Small dollar sale. But you can do a lot of that stuff. So have a think about it. Marlin or mullet, which one are you chasing? Let me know. And one of the best ways to do that and and, uh, something I want to tell you about today before I sign off is the Facebook group Tradies in Business. Now... I uh, I kicked that off, well, it's kind of morphed from a couple of other things I'm doing, but I'm really, really passionate about building the biggest and best group of tradies in business in Australia and New Zealand. And uh, I've enlisted the support of a, a friend of mine and a former client and uh, a fantastic blogger, uh, Nicole Cox, the builder's wife. So she's uh, my co-admin in the group Tradies in Business. Go and jump in there and um, tell me what you think about Marlin or Mullet. Which one are you doing? Now, even better than that, there uh, there's a rapidly growing number of tradies, tradies' wives, tradie experts, all joining that group, Tradies in Business, and um, helping each other out. There was a post in there just across the weekend about Service Mate. And, um, you know, a couple guys chatting, turns out they know each other, um, but a couple guys chatting, uh, a couple of big trade businesses, one's a plumber and um, one's a, uh, a roof insulation installer, uh, just talking about service, mate, and how to get the best out of it. Free advice. Um, you know, there's been questions in there about uh, marketing, about staff, about finance, all sorts of stuff. So... Great place to go and get your questions answered. Great place to go and give a little back if you've learned some stuff and you want to help a fellow tradie. There's tradies all around Australia in that group. So go and jump in there and tell me what you're up to. You're fishing for marlin or mullet? And how's it working out for you? Apart from that, stay tuned for episode 200 coming up very soon. Special guest on that episode. Really excited about the next phase of the Tradies Business Show podcast. Thanks for listening for so long, not just this episode, but uh, for the last four years. We've been running four years in the Tradies Business Show and um, looking forward to probably another four and adding a ton more value to you and all of your tradie friends. So thanks for listening. Until next episode. Hooray. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell. 
Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.